you're walking. No. You're joking. No. You're looking for a horn. Bloody, bloody horn, boy. That was my joint. Yo, sleep in peace, the mighty shadow. Yo, this is the guy that sang such great hits as... Eh, 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 eh. If your claws tear up and your boots but your shoes, you can still jump up with music play. Oh, lady. Young baby. Yo, this was like everybody. Flamingo. You don't know about Flamingo, but Flamingo. What's Flamingo? This was a club that was on know. Church Avenue between 51st and 52nd. Oh no, that was like gunshot territory. Gunshot territory. This is all the good clubs were. Gunshot territory. Let's be honest. But this was a club where our parents, you know, all the kayaks and goodies knew about this. Oh, I would never know about that. Well, hello. I am half kayak. That's I know. What people, people say it, but I just wouldn't know. Anyway, this was a club. So they used to have like Christmas there, everything. And I'm going to tell you something. You go there with your parents, it could be like 12 o'clock in the morning. You have school the next day. <laughs> or they put you all in one room and all the grown-ups go and party and sit on the dance floor. <laughs> and you just hang around with the kids. You can sleep, you sleep, you just hang out. When time comes, 2 o'clock, sounds on, like child let's abuse. Go. Get up, get up, let's go. This sounds like a little <laughs> child abuse It's 2 a.m., let's go. This sounds a little child abuse This is yeah. time it's to weird. hang with your cousins great time man sounds a tad child abusey these these songs remind me of those days mighty sparrow mighty shadow Shadow. get together you can't be mixing them up mighty shadow then at 77 i mean you live a good life man you you made a difference man you made a difference because i tell you what without that song you i i you know on this cast i reference this song all the time you're looking for horn Plenty, plenty horn, boy. But, um, you know, that was sad news for us. Very sad. He will always be remembered. And, of course, all the... Died of a stroke. Yeah, Sunday, they said, right? So mm-hmm. we just found this out today. He died on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So, pretty sad. But your music will live on. That's Forever. I'll keep singing it just in reference to you now. Can you not do that on the cast? Thanks. Not on the cast, but if it's about horning, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Next on the Caribbean corner, <laughs> the flood in Trinidad. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Let me tell you, I didn't even know about this flood until like someone sent me my Trinity Connections. Sent me a picture like, hey. And when I saw the picture, shout out to that person. But when I saw this picture, <laughs> <laughs> this picture, I thought it was like here. I'm like, why is this person sending me an old flood picture? Because I didn't hear anything about it. And the person was like, no, this is Trinidad now. Right now. I'm like, what? Down there. My family didn't call to say, hey. Nothing, because they probably live on the other side of town. It don't affect them. <laughs> Very I have not heard from my family about this at all. At all. No one said anything. Did you Did you call your family? I mean, they've been WhatsApping me about other things. You know, every West Indian has WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. If you don't have WhatsApp, then you're, you're not Caribbean. Correct. <laughs> Hey. hey. <laughs> but again, very sad. And to make it worse, so this they were warned about this um on October nineteenth. They were telling them, I think they had said uh they had said on October nineteenth a ravine flood alert was upgraded to a red level one and that preparations to protect life, livelihood and property, especially those residing along the Caroni River basin. And it said they should be rushed to 
I guess, uh, to a different area to where it's supposed to go. So I don't know if people really did get this notification, like, hey, this is coming. You should probably go somewhere else, you know. But as we all know, when these natural disasters happen and people are one, oftentimes people don't want to leave their whole life and they're not so sure that it's going to affect them. So they take the chance. Yep, they do. We see this in Florida all the time. Yeah, I mean, and we saw it here in the good New York, Brooklyn, when, what's that, Hurricane Katrina? Oh, yeah. I was displaced. Excuse you. Hurricane Katrina? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Sandy? Sorry, Sandy. Superstorm Sandy. Super Thank you. Sandy. And I was affected. I was displaced. So I could understand a little. But anyways, um, it seemed like the areas that were affected was more like the central areas. Because as Ben just mentioned... My family was good to go. It was like, well, so mine is living, their, here living their best life. And amongst the worst affected areas. But did you see these crocodiles? Oh my God. And I, they, you should see these videos. These crocodiles like trying to get into your place, man. I'm sure a lot of people saw the crocodiles. That was crazy. And then I saw a video where a dog was like eating a crocodile, like fighting it. Oh, you it. tried to fight it. And that anaconda, yo, I nearly lost I it. Can someone tell me if the anaconda is real? Because people have been saying that people have been posting false videos. I would not be At surprised, least in though. In the video with the crocodile, you heard the Trini man talking, even though he said Bumblecloud, which was questionable for me. But <laughs> other than that, is this anaconda real? Because you saw it kind of sipping through the water. Did it was you, disgusting. Did you see the video of the man, the Mario's pizza guy, tried yes. to deliver the pizza? <laughs> on the bike. And they on like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how you then got after- Mario's. Let's go anywhere. But <laughs> then after the water slowly. <laughs> and took the bike away. And he was trying to catch the bike. And he nearly drowned. That was sad. But that was, that was that. But I mean, <laughs> some of these videos are just crazy. But anyway. But some of the... Yeah, in our prayers. Areas, yes, they are. Sandy Grandy. Um, Las Lomas, I don't really know where that is, and St. Helena and Kelly. So, again. Did you see that video of the woman sitting there saying that she hasn't been able to leave her house in three days? Oh, even worse, the video with the people cooking on the firecracker, with cooking the curry chicken in the water. They're like in the deep water cooking, talking about, we just make anything happen, anything, anything. We can always find time for a lime. I think a a shop that actually sells chicken was washing the chicken off, like in the dirty water. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is... That chicken must be dead chicken. But that's what it is. On top of that, people didn't even know that they had an earthquake, two earthquakes. They had one on Sunday and one on Saturday. In Trinidad? In Trinidad. I didn't even hear this. That also, you know, affected the neighboring places of Barbados and, of course, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Wow. Trinidad. The Prime Minister, Keith Rowley, I think his name is. Whatever his name is. Rowley. Rowley, yes. Rowley, whatever. I ain't his godfather. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) Where's godmother? (laughs) They're going to be requesting 25 million TT, which converts to... 3.7 3.7 us dollars. U.S. dollars. You know, that sounds like a lot when we hear it out. They're requesting it from the Red Cross? The disaster relief, correct. Oh, and I'm going, you know, the fun, this heavy rainfall. And one thing they said, which my friend also told me, was that this was one month's rainfall in three days. Wow. So you think about that. Sad. Global warming. It does exist. Trump. Anyway. On to some other news. <laughs> Bleaching. Let my bleach. Let my bleach out them skin. That's sad. I saw this picture on Instagram. I just can't believe it. That spice is now... Light-skinned? Uh, <laughs> cafe latte? <laughs> no longer chocolate mocha. She's a cafe latte? How is this 
possible spice? Uh, I can't believe this because one of my friends just saw Spice for Labor Day and she was black. How did she, was she black? Did she was black she for Labor Day. Yeah, I mean, oh, I would have heard then. That the, I'm so overspiced. Was it Spice the one on that reality show though? Yes. And she was uh, black there. Right, is so bleaching happening that fast? Like, can you? We cannot get that because I got a little spot on my face. If they tell me what it is, I can just get my skin. But even. we all do that with Ambi. Oh, Ambi, out of my Ambi. You have a little dark spot. I mean, I don't do it. It just blends into my natural melanin. But other people, they do. They have like a dark spot, from like a pimple. Or I'm something. sorry, you didn't see me roll they my would get eyes. <laughs> they would get Ambi to put on it. Yeah, hey, teach is old. But we've seen this before with other, you know, Caribbean artists such as. Uh, vibes cartel. I think thinking about Caribbean artists. The fact that we're seeing this in in, in African American people is a flicking problem. Young baby. But first it was vibes cartel. Everybody was asking, oh. like, what the hell? First of all, vibes cartel was having a good looking black guy. He thinking he's a good looking <laughs> light skinned guy. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I don't know what the f he was thinking. We but love now, you, vibes. But now his thirteen year old son is beaching his skin. You know they call his kid Little Vibes. He posted these pictures, and of course, people criticized him online. And his father vibes openly admits, of course, of bleaching his skin. And when he did see that his son completed his bleaching treatment, he liked his picture. So he I want to do. How, how is it? First off, let's stop. Stop for a second. How is he liking pictures in the penitentiary? So they say Bob is currently incarcerated, but has access to social media. <laughs> That's how he's able to do it. Can can can. Can Bill Cosby get on access to social media too while he's in there? <laughs> um, but you know, people had comments to say, of course, somebody said, like, father, like, son, so cartel bleach, and now his son bleaching even more before him done high school. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody put, you soon meet up with your daddy, bro. Grow up. I wonder, but can you talk to me? If you get your skin bleached, do you have to keep bleaching? Like, do you have to keep reapplying? It must be. Because how did alkaline turn back to black? Alkaline is another bleacher? Alkaline was a bleacher, and he gave up on it and went back to black. And it's went back to tatted? Yes. He just stopped using the product, and he got darker, 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 until he got dark again. I mean, we've seen this in a lot of How much do you need to bleach your whole body? Cake soap. (laughs) Really? Wash your face with the cake soap? Uh, <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> and it said Vibes Cartel's response did little to discover the backlash as one fan decided to criticize the world boss himself. So everyday cartel on IG I cuss black people and then turn around and support minor kids bleaching their skin. That's not good. That's not good. So I mean, I don't know. I mean I've I've been I've been with the questionable face ever since I've seen like people from Nigeria. You see that a lot with these people. They're supposed to be the blackest folks. Why are they bleaching their skin? It's very sad. And I've spoken to my African friends about that, and they're disgusted too. Like I don't understand why we don't like ourselves. I mean, well, there are reasons, as we know, self hate, all this stuff, our history. All right, sis, get off your soapbox. <sighs> but anyways, I was watching this video on um, with Alicia Keys, Swiss Beats. Love Alicia. And. Uh, Swiss Beast's baby mother, uh, baby mother. Ba- it was ex-wife. She wasn't his baby mother. His ex-wife. Wait, was... when do you get to call... Okay, let's be clear here. <laughs> What's the know, difference between a baby mother? Because she has been baby before. That's what it is? Because they were married. She's not his baby mother. Okay, so before you call somebody a baby mother, you need to ensure that they weren't married to the other person. Right, right, not right. Just right. wanted to make sure. So they had an interview. They sat down with Michael Strahan um, talking about, you know, their blended family. And it's, you know how great it is to have a blended family. And, and, and Swiss Beats 
and the Alicia Keys Orgs came together saying, like, our family is just one big, beautiful family. We love each other. I mean, we hang out with each other. We go to dinner together. Um, we're doing Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're doing the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful partnership, and that's is really, really special. I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, blending that families show, together huh? and co-parenting with exes is a real thing, and it's possible. That's what Alicia Keys said. So, I mean, so this is not the first time we're hearing um, celebrities talk about this. We did hear Jada Pinkett speak about it, I think, earlier this year with her whole new YouTube series or whatever called Red Table or something Mm. like that. And I think we discussed that briefly saying, you know, that was a commendable thing. They spoke about it, whatever, and that they're moving on. Um, I remember Mashaun, there was a big, like, and, you know, whoever's into social media drama, but they were saying that it was, like, some big drama between Mashonda and Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm, that she took him. Saying, yes, that she was still married to him and that they were still together. And I guess Swiss Beats. And, you know, you never know what men tell the, the other chick. So he, so she could have thought they were working it out. I do ear quotes here. Working it out. I don't know what, you know, some females, because they want something so bad. Not saying this is her situation, but they think something's being worked out. When a guy comes home, like, twice in, like, two months. I don't know how that could be working it out. But he could have been telling Alicia Keys, listen, I'm still legally married, but we're not together. Right, right, right. But they were actually engaged one month after he got a divorce from his wife, and they got married that same year. Mm. So, so, you know, they were... And that was in 2010, so they've been together for all, you know, nine years. But, um, yeah, it was, like, instantaneous. And she says she did an interview, like, in 2011 saying, no, 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 she did not date him until they were separated. So, you know, to earlier, to Shaw's point, maybe they were separated and he was like, like me, right? <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm like air quotes married, but I haven't seen my husband in like... Because you talk legal terms. And again, he did mention there was a lot of miscommunication, probably mostly on his part. But you know, he made an honest woman of Alicia Keys. And they're still married, together. And now they have this blended family. I think it's very commendable. And you know, this comes up because Mashonda wrote a book called Blend, saying that basically it is possible to have a blended family. Even Alicia Keys wrote a song in 2016 about this. Who even knew it called Blended Family? I've never even heard this song. <laughs> but really and truly, Clearly, I don't want to hear that song. I want to hear songs like, sit up on it, sit up on it, you know. That's really? what... <laughs> That's more my style. That's my my style. But let's be honest, this is not new blended families. This has been going on way before these celebrities are now deciding to talk. And they before they call it a blended family, give me a break. What do you call it before? You just call it your family. That's it. Family. Family. (laughs) I'm missing family. You know, especially me. I I was involved in a blended family, I guess you could say, and I do have a blended family now. Yes, yes, yes. And um, you know. just reading different articles and hearing people talk about it, you go through similar issues, right? In a blended family, like, you know. I mean, first, let's talk about what a blended family is. Say, I mean, I had a blended family in the beginning when I first got married. Oh, yeah, you can speak to that as mm-hmm. well. I raised my stepson for uh, three years. By my, when my, my husband and I, we raised him together. And he lived. Even before we got married, I, I took him in. And Ooh. he came to live with us before we got married. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so he stayed with us for three years. And I mean, I was his sole caregiver. My husband was there, but my stepson took all his cues for discipline, for activities, the things that he had to get done. He took them from me. My husband was wow. like, even if I would he say... He sat back. He made, he, you, he made you do that. Right? I, did, I don't know if he did that on purpose. I mean, it was just more like, let's work for me, probably. But my stepson, I always remember when I, you know, you know you're cooking, you say, you have to eat everything on your plate. That was like the rule. And... One day, my husband had made some eggs. I don't believe in this rule. And when he made the eggs, 
my stepson was like, oh my God, because he knows my stepson and my niece, I used to take care of both of them. And they were like, oh my gosh, these eggs are so horrible. These cakes, these eggs are horrible. And I was just like, and they were like, do we have to eat them? And I was just like, nah, don't eat them if they don't taste good. And he was offended, like, oh no, when you cook, they have to finish the food on their plates. So they have to finish mine. Yeah, like, and why like, not? Like, and, then, the best food. And, like, and my stepson was looking at me like, is it true? Really? And you know, he used to call me auntie. Auntie, really? I have oh, to eat this? Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> he used to call me auntie. He used to call me auntie. And um, do I really have to eat this? And I was just like, just hurry up, just eat it, and then I'll give you something else. Just eat it quick. And, you know, even with the whole calling me of auntie, I remember one day he had went to his mother's house on the weekend, and when he came back, he said, my mom told me that I should not call you auntie because you're not my auntie. I and I was like, well, and what do you think you're going to call me? He says, I'm going to call you auntie. And I said, all right then. <laughs> and I, I went inside, and I told my husband, I said, look, tell your baby mother, if she has a problem with the way I run my house here, she always has the right to come pick up her kid. And by the time she Ooh. hangs up the phone, he'll be on the sidewalk. I was very concerned, you know, because, and him calling me auntie wasn't that I knew I'm not his aunt. But it was the fact that I don't agree with children calling adults by their name. Little children just calling you, hey, Sue, Patsy, Swan, um, Samantha, come here and give me this thing, now. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think children need to know their damn place. And when you see an adult, if you're not calling them Miss This or Miss That, then you ain't calling me. I'll I find this. it very out of damn order. So I'll say this. I don't remember. Well, no. So with my blended family, you know, my father married to my stepmom and um from the time i it was just natural for me because the way she always treated me i don't know the first day when i called her if i was even told to call her anything but naturally i just started calling her mom and you know she treated me like her daughter so she they she do they that. do they do they do so, they do i've seen it at the <laughs> later stage in the game it's true so that was my mom and you know i still called my biological mom mom as well so i mean it gets kind of confusing you know I'm like which mom are you talking about it gets a little confusing and then you say I'm my like, real mom and I, yeah and i'll be like oh i'm talking about my real mom well, i'll talk about my mom like what don't you understand and but, that's so funny because i told you this week when i went to my son's school the other day and this boy was like oh who's coming your dad's coming to get you and he was like not my not my fake dad my real dad is coming not my not my stepdad my real dad and he was like oh so who's your real dad the one with the dreads or the one without the dreads and he was like the one without the dreads but my real dad used to have dreads so it was like hearing two 13 year old boys discussing real dad versus hey, fake they, dad they also call the step parent a bonus parent that's yeah. another word they call give them. me a break however with my current state that was like a big thing in the beginning it was like you know my husband's family his mother and his sister was like well, what would you what you have to call you and I'm like Oh, my right. name? No, she never called my name. Maybe she did. Yes, yeah, she did. So yeah, so because okay, the, the difference is before I even was with my husband, I knew the, his daughter, his daughters, uh-huh. and so the younger one, she would always call, him, "Hey, hey, um, hey, my name," and I'll just say, "Oh, okay." It, it would be like nothing. It's like somebody the outside of me calling my name, even though for myself, I know that's not accepted in my culture. Oh, no. to be calling somebody by their first name. But I'm not gonna tell you, "Hey, you need to call me this," because I didn't really know her like that to say, "Hey, little girl, you need to call me so and so." And then when we got together. It was just like she continued, which you couldn't knock her because that's what she knew. She me knew she had the name it already. It wasn't being disrespectful. That's what she knew me. But at. she kind of abbreviates then, your name now. Well, so yeah, so mm-hmm. now she kind of abbreviates it, which I think is fine. She's like for Shirley. Me. You know, yeah, which is which was fine. I would rather her abbreviate my name because sure, I didn't sure. want her calling me as as Benda mentioned. Auntie, I thought was very creepy for me because I feel like when we go out together, 
this auntie, I just didn't think it was appropriate. I'm not her aunt, and her aunt is not tongue kissing her father. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't doing that in public anyway, How sis. You know that? PDA. Anyway, Hello. I thought we doing PDA with my brother. Like, I just thought that was very weird. So I'm not down with the auntie thing, but I do think it's me. She could have called me Mrs. So and so or Mr. So and so. Even though that's. Or even like your miss name, like, you know, Miss Sam or Miss This yes. or Miss something like Correct. that. Miss Tamana, you know, whatever your name is. Correct. But I just don't find a side conversation that children should be walking around calling big face adults in their face just so like, hey, hey, Jackie, Jackie, what are you going on? Come on, what are you dealing with, Jackie? Come on, I, 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 don't, know, I don't know how it's going to work out. I agree, but, but then, I don't know. I do think there should be alternative. So I didn't really make a big deal out of it. I just knew that I did not prefer her to call me my first name. And we have kind of like get away from that. It's kind of like a abbreviated name, which I'm or fine a, with. Or a little cute version of yes. your name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. Which I typically call you also. <laughs> but I mean, when you when you look up blended families, they talk about they define it as a step family. That's how they call it a step family now. And for me, I never ex- looked at my siblings as step family. Oh no, I they will cut like, you if you say that. I would never. I know they listen to it. They will cut you. <laughs> If you say to your stepsister, I would never say stepsister. Like that—that that is my whole sister. Like there's no step half that is involved. So, and again, I think it's all how you get, you know, how you raise kids, though. Yes, and how you get, you know, when you're initially introduced to them and how everything goes down. That plays a very important part. And being that I was the first child, technically, of my stepmom because I was in the household before she had her own children, I think that also made it easier because I was—I grew up with them. So it was kind of like I was the older sister anyway, and they kind of, you know, kind of gained that rapport. So I am very concerned, though, as I consider to think about my life now going forward. And as I always said, I would never get married again. But if I decide to get married again, I'm worried about how my children are going to react to me being with somebody else and how what are they going to call a person because at this point it's like my kids are like older they're not going to start calling I don't believe that at this age my my daughter should be hey uncle I mean that, that was so bad weird hey uncle uncle sounds like a damn sex predator when you think about it exactly but I think and you don't ever know how it's going to go but I think for yourself you need to be, I mean, maybe when you officially get a divorce. I don't know if you're that. <laughs> when you officially I'm 92%. know you're before you even know you're going to introduce someone to your kids or to introduce them to, into their lives, you need to have those conversations. And it might not go easy the first time, but you need to continue to kind of like push it in there. Kind of like, well, so what if, and you know, how would you, or you have to kind of get their thoughts so they can see when they have a buy-in to this next life that you're prepping to have. One of my friends told me that, you know, she lives in a two-bedroom apartment with her kids. And she's like, what you need to do is lock your bedroom door so that you could always keep locking your bedroom door. And when the guy come over, he'll just be in the bedroom and the door will be locked. They won't know. And I'm like... Too late. I'm like, what? Uh, How do you even have... Too late for what? Too late to do that because you don't lock your bedroom door. Oh, I don't lock my bedroom door. So doing it now, it's like, what the hell is she doing in Why is she locking the door? Because, you know, they want to come in whenever the hell they want to come in. Oh, but but you know, in my house, we lock the bedroom... I mean, we lock the bedroom door. Like, you know, when my stepdaughter comes over, we lock the bedroom door. I'm like, nobody going to be busting in. <laughs> I'm on top of my head. Like, it's just not going to work out. On top of your head. Ah, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's not even that. It's just like, and it's weird because I think growing up for me, it was always open door. Well, maybe my parents were not having sex like that. I don't know. Your stepmother, she got their kids. <laughs> but, um, but this brings up tons of other issues, I guess. Like... What happens if the person you're moving, like, you raise your kids one way, and the other person has kids, and they raise their kids one way, and now the two of you come together, and your your, your belief system is not the same. Like, he, they believe kids get drink, and you're oh, like, and you're like, no, 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 
No drinking here. These kids can't drink. But it, but also the difference is that because like we said, so you raise your kids where there's no drinking, there's no smoking in the house or something like that. And now the other person brings this kid. They're used to smoking and drinking in the house. Um, can you say for yourself, hey, being that your mother allows you guys not to, you can't do that in this house, but I allow my kids to. My kids will just continue doing this. Because now you create a double that. standard, and I think that's going to create more and animosity and division between you and your kids and the person between, between you. I guess maybe even you, because if you're the person that's the stricter, that person might then kind of draw closer to the other person that you're with, like the new stepfather. Got it. Yes. Air quotes, right? Yeah. They might join closer to the stepmother, the stepfather, say, man, this person is cooler Actually, than my own yeah, parent. Exactly. Let me stay with them. Correct. Forget my parent. Correct. Um, and I think, but I think also, too, in those issues, like in those instances, everyone needs to come together. I mean, it sounds cheesy as hell, like to get the whole family together and kind of have, constantly have like family meetings to discuss what the concerns are in terms of the behaviors or what's allowed here mm-hmm. and kind of all be on the same page. The problem is, if you, if the parents, the adults do not agree and no one's willing oh, to... Oh, yeah. I think that's the kind of conversation that you need to have with the other adult mm-hmm. before. Because maybe if that person has kids and their kids are only going to come over to visit once in a while, or even if they're going to move in and y'all going to make a truly blended family, like the Brady Bunch, hello, hello. <laughs> six kids in one house. If that's your plan, definitively, you need to still be able to, to map that out with the person that you're dating or dealing with or going to marry prior to getting married. Because it's just, it, it, to me, you can't get married and now start to have this kind of question. It's like getting married to somebody and start saying, can you tell me how much you earn every week? Come on. You need to know that early. Whoa. At the gate. Did I know that? I don't know about you. <laughs> but anyway. I, I can still tell you my husband's social security number. And if you want to know that, oh, but I DM had that. me. <laughs> I had that, though. DM me. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they talk about the challenges for couples and they, uh, you know, they list out three things in, like, this website called goodtherapy.org. But it says, as you just said, different parenting and discipline styles. Discipline oh, discipline. That's a big one. That's a big one. Because I tell you, but I tell you, when my stepson was with me, I was the disciplinary. I was the one that he used to get it. Did your husband believe in physical discipline? He did, but he was such a punk. He didn't take care of anything. So my stepson, like I said, he took all his cues off of me. And he knew if he was in trouble, he was in trouble with me before he was in trouble with his father. Mm-hmm. He knew I was the one that was the boss. So I was the boss, and I used to, he used to get it. And I think <laughs> most kids play with that. And again, I'm going to go back to me growing up. It's a little different because, I mean, all three of my parents believe in physical discipline. <laughs> <laughs> so it was no discrepancy there. She needs it, give it to her. And again, it didn't feel weird that, you know, my stepmom would kind of raise hands on me. Even though one time I told her, yo, don't touch me, I'm my mother. I really regret that statement up until this day. But, you know, kids, you're upset about certain things. You kind of say things or whatever. And what did she do when you said that? She was, like, hurt. I mean, you can tell she was hurt. But did she still stop you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, as long as she still got it. That's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that hurt her. Like, damn, I must... Because I I tell you that, if if, if my stepdaughter told me that today, I would be hurt. Because, I mean, but... Yeah, it's hurtful. Really? You get hurt? I would be hurt. I get hurt. I have a heart here. Uh, uh, It's right here. This area right here is hot. But no, I will be hurt because even though you're not someone's biological parent, you treat them like I don't treat. I treat my stepdaughter as a, a ch- my, as my child. Like if we're going going away or going out to the way, if she wants something, and I would I would just get it for her if I think that she deserves, deserves it or whatever it, it might be. Definitely. But I also would treat her the same way that I would treat someone like uh, whether it be my godsons because I have like six god kids out there in these streets and no kids, <laughs> <All right. laughs> no kids with six god kids. 
But also my question is, if this happened, I will tell her you would not get this because you did this. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. But and you don't put hands on. Well, the reason why I would not put hands on it, not because I don't believe it, is because my husband doesn't believe in physical discipline. You know? So it looks bad I, if I he doesn't believe in physical discipline. How I look like putting hands on his kid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's times I do believe a little shake up, a little drag up. Is enough. Even if you don't know your mind. You're you not going to go through with it. Through just it. shake them up. up. A little grab on the shirt, hold up against the wall so they could know this. Don't play with me. <laughs> and you know, you give them the gum finger to the side of the head. But I have to tell you, this common point in my life, this would not be a problem for me if I was with somebody else that had kids. Because I have no strength to even discipline my own kids anymore. I'm like, listen, get your life. Which might be the problem that the person <laughs> that comes into your household has. That it you is. play the ass with your kids too much. Oh, yeah. How it many will times be. are you going to yell at this kid? 15 times. Not only that, like, and the chores, this is going to be a big one. Like, when my husband was there, I used to do all the chores. I never did not do chores. So my kids really did not do a lot. So now I'm trying to break them back into doing chores. Because I used to manage the house on my own. Now, I'm tired, man. Tired. So when I get home, who got time for that? But I know if I, you know, I hook up with some West Indian man, he gonna expect to come over and see the place spick and spot and food on these tables. Absolutely. I, I don't know if I got it in me anymore, folks. So I don't you know. Might be, I don't know what kind of man you dating now, but you might need to seek an American. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to the Yankee guys. No shade. I'm just saying. I, I can't do that. American man would quickly accept that kind of bullshit that you're talking about here. But a West Indian man want to place clean. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear, I hear. I mean, it's tidy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's definition is different. I don't know. I don't know. Since I'm like me, I don't know. But you know, let me talk about development of new relationships. And when, um, you know, hearing this video that, you know, um, Mashonda and Alicia Keys and Susmees did saying that they all do Thanksgiving together, mm. I'm not sure I'm on that level yet. And it doesn't even have to be drama because it's not much drama within my blended family. It's just like, listen, you deal with your child's mother and that's it. Mm hmm. I'm not going to get involved in that. Y'all need to deal with it when it comes to your child or whatever it might be. However, there's certain things in my house that when my stepdaughter comes over, this is how we run this house. Mm-hmm. When she goes over to the her pet, her mother's house, she does something totally different. That's true. And I know one time when she came over in the beginning, she said, I said, you have to do this. She said, oh, my mommy said I can't do this. I said, when you're here, this is what you're going to do. And when she went home, my mother said, well, this is what you're going to do when you're here. But I think sometimes, and for the success of a child, I think parents need to come together as that whole happy family, as they speak about coming together and say, listen, what is for, for the best for this young child at mm-hmm. this point? And we should all talk about it. And I do believe at one point in time, um, her mother did suggest that. It just did not happen that way. Maybe she's still look into it. You know, I would I, look into it. My husband should look into it. Well, I remember <laughs> when um, my stepson was with me. After a while, my stepson used to be, I don't know what his issue was, but he used to really lie a lot. Like, Lie. Oh my oh. goodness! <laughs> he used to lie, lie. And I'm gonna tell you something. I can't take a liar. If you lie, you steal. If you steal, you kill. You know that. Mm-mm. And he used to lie plenty. And I used to be screaming at the top of my lungs. And I was a young little bitter girl going around minding somebody else's kid. And I had to ask myself, like, yo, why are you doing this? Why are you going outside so yourself Correct. to make him a better person Correct. when his two parents are sitting Correct. here? Yo, my stepson used to do, like, crazy stuff. You know, he would have the same homework every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every Monday was the same homework. Every Wednesday. It was, like, no variation. Different spelling words, but spelling was every day. Mm-hmm. And he would come home and he would say, I don't got no homework today. You'd be like, what? How you don't have homework today? 
I don't have a homework today. And he would lie straight down to the ground. And in the beginning, I used to be on him like, yo, why'd you leave your book at school? Why'd you do this? And I'd be calling parent after parent to get the homework. And I thought to myself, like, yo, you really wild in here. So I started calling his mother. And we didn't have, like, a great conversation on the phone. I was just like, hey, I'm calling because he, he didn't bring his book home for school today. You need to talk to him. And I would put him on the phone, and this girl was like a monster. Why did you leave the book? And he would be there quivering with the phone to his ear. And then when she, when he woke up, I said, "Yo, I talk to you like a human. You rather have somebody talk to you like an animal." And that's what you're gonna get from now on. But I'm over it. But that's how some kids respond. And you know, again, I want to commend you. And maybe it's because you had a desire to have your own kids, and maybe because I don't, I don't know what it is. But it's just like. I say the same thing in my mind too. Like, why am I the one going extra hard and beyond? And the parents are just like, they don't think it's They don't important. think it's an issue. They don't think it's an issue. And, and that's so, a- I mean, that's where I'm at right now in general. I had said this about a couple, just like a couple of weeks ago, because I was saying something else about somebody's kid. And I said, you know what? I was like, yo, why do I really care about something about my, one of my guy kids? Yo, if the mother don't care, when they're here and I'm carrying acting like a fool, this will not stick with this kid. Mm-hmm. They're gonna okay, yes, yes, and then they'll go leave and resume to the same bullshit. Why am I going so hard on this? And I think I kind of say, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna let the parents do what they need to do. You have to step back. And I think the reason why we go so hard as women because we actually build a bond. You care about this kid, and that's why you start getting invested in feelings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That did good stuff with my kid. My stepson when he was there, you know how to make gifted classes and all kind of stuff like that. But when I ended up having my daughter. I really kind of made a decision like this was really becoming a bit much for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was getting such a lack of support from my husband. And his baby mother was basically living her best life. Oh, yeah. At that point, she had, did she? had I think she had one other kid or she didn't have any other kids yet. And I was just like, yo, this is for the birds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my time into my own kid. And, you know, not only him, I had a niece too. And I gave so much to my niece and my stepson that now when I look at it, I feel like I don't have much left for my own kids. Yeah. Like I kind of washed myself out taking care of them. But I really, you can't, I came to a moment, a, a, a thought process, and you know, you said something like, what happens in my house is at my house, but also the concept of the things that happen in your house, you didn't want, I didn't want my stepson leaving and going back to his mother's house and saying things like, oh, you know, over there when I was there, dad and oh. and, 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 and auntie was arguing about this or that. Oh, yeah. And that was something I was very, very, very committed to. Oh. Like, don't ever take my business out of my house and take it somewhere else. And you know, a parent... That is on the other side of this. And I think if I ever read Mishana's book, which I won't, I, I, I bet one of the things that she probably should have touched on is the concept of if a child comes to you with information about somebody else's house, the respectful thing to say is that's not appropriate. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as parents, we have to set the limit on what's the plan going to be. That's what you need to say. Oh, that's a, that's a good thing that you said there. Because, first of all, just in general, like in my house, and there's been times, I'll be honest, there's times that, you know, you want to get in an argument and I'll be like, we're not doing this because, like, we'll be downstairs and she's upstairs and I'm like, no, we're not going to talk about this now. Or I'll talk about it. I'm like, no, no, no. As, as I see, we're both escalated in voice. I'm like, we're going to end right here and talk about this another time because she's upstairs. Because that's the, the fear I have. You're not going to bring my business to mm-hmm. your, your mother's house. And take it back. And you know children. You can't, they, children they, take back things. They could tell you a story, boy. But I'm not going to lie. There's stories that I have been told and I'm like, I ain't going to lie. I ain't say shut up. I'm listening like, oh, whatever. So maybe for myself, I should also say, listen, I don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. But some of my kids are just speaking out and they're just talking. You don't all, but, all and you also, down either. You want to be a place where they could come and give you the Correct. information. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what they're going to say. I mean, God forbid, they can be telling you, listen, um, this guy touched me. You have to be able to listen and kind of 
probably some stuff that they yeah, have. Definitely. But I think also to what, what's important here, not to um, you know, down what happened to your previous relationship, but I think in this relationship it was always more you were that primary parent. Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh, no doubt like about he, it. He spoke or <laughs> I mean is he a great parent? Right right but I mean, regardless, you I were was that person. but I am I am by nature a disciplinarian, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't like to see children acting all out of order and not manifold. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. So definitively, when I witnessed it... Your stepchild was a boy. Yeah, when I witnessed it... He would be the one that'd be more tough. On him, but it was like, I was the one that kind of laid down the law when he was with us. And you know, that that brings me... I I am a bit panicked again. Like, if if I end up in a relationship or marrying somebody that has kids and their goal is to bring their kids and for us to make one life together, I don't know where I'm at in my life now to help discipline but again i'm not going to be in a house with a kid that's being disrespectful to me and then you know and eating the bullet like well that ain't my kid because we're here you know and you have to consider it and you know we we have a mutual friend that she always says listen although she really birthed three she was like four yeah yeah no hands down i got four kids and i'm like and that's a woman Cause I, I ain't gonna lie, my stepson with me. I used to say, "Yeah, this is my stepson." But when he was around my family, that was one thing I was very cognizant of, and I always said to them, "When he's here, you treat him the same way you would treat my niece." Cause they were just like a couple months apart in age, and I would always, if they would, if you could not treat him the way you would treat my niece in that moment, we would not come around. Cause I, it was, I would not. I knew how it felt as a child growing up, not to get all that everybody else was getting in the room, and it didn't feel good. Yeah. So I would not allow that for him. I wanted him to be a priority for people also. Or we just would stay home. And like you said, that, and that's very important. Like up to now, like people would come up to my stepmom and say, oh yeah, you have three children. And she'd be like, no, I have four. And they'd be like, wait, which one is that one? Oh, this one. I don't know about that one. You know how much people are. I don't know about this child. And they're probably saying, this girl's really black. Because <laughs> I'm darker than, I'm darker than most of my siblings. This girl's really black. Who's this child? And she'll just be like, don't worry about it. That's my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, don't question me. I told you I have four kids. Don't ask me about when I had this one. That's mm-hmm. my daughter. You know? But, um, you know, so again, they talk about the different parenting and disciplinary, which we talked about. They talk about the development of new relationships, meaning should you have that great relationship with that, uh, I guess, child mother or with that wife. And honestly, I can say for myself, I'm just not there yet. Mm. I don't want to be all on the same Thanksgiving dinner eating together. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but what I will tell you happened with my stepmother and my mother. They could be in the same place. They were at my laughing wedding. and joking yeah, about your father. Wedding. Yeah, joking about <laughs> my dad. I mean, none them really with him now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, I remember my mom always telling me, "Listen, you respect your stepmother because she just knew. I think she knew from that from the beginning, from the inception, that my stepmother was a genuine person. Mm-hmm. She said you never disrespect that woman." So I think that set the the foundation also. And then lastly, they talk about the strong or conflicting emotions that people have. Mm, definitely. Um, within, you know, and this is just... It's, this is a lot though it's yeah. a lot and you know I'll tell you again I said it before I'm worried about my own kids when they when they go into you know being a space with me having a new person in my life or in my bed definitely I worry about that but I also worry about this person bringing their kids into my house what will be the mood you know what happens when we don't get along or mm-hmm. what happens if they're angry or sad and how you reach out to children how you touch children you don't know yeah. what the what is going to be to think about I mean well let's talk about this and you put it in perspective. It's a study show that 66% of second marriages involving children from previous marriages end. That's Yikes. a bummer. <laughs> that is such a bummer. But this is just 66%. Just about. 66? <laughs> That's on the wrong side of the scale, sis. That's just 66%. However, I have hope, but I really do. There's tons of families that do last, you know, that come together for a second time. Did they say second time is a charm? Is that what they say? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. 
But then you think about on the other side. So now you're a couple trying to acclimate everybody to get together. But what about the children? Because children are so different, how they perceive the other person. What if your child does not like this new person in their life? What would mm. you do? And, you know, this needs to be a conversation before you start to get married. Because I know people who've done that. After they get married and everything, that's when they find out, oh, my God, she don't like... She, she don't like my new husband. No, she doesn't like this guy who I chose to marry and bring into my household. That's another thing. So even though you're bringing this other adult around your children, you want to have those conversations before you even look into anything serious and really say, hey, tell me honest, you know, tell me honestly, what do you think about this person? I mean, you know, to sum it all up, I guess Alicia's keys. I, I looked at the lyrics to this song, Blended what Family. The lyrics? Let's hear this. And the first verse says, "Hey, I might not be really your, I might not really be your mother. That don't mean that I don't really love you. And even though I married your father, that's not the reason I'm here for you. So I guess, you know, kids are understanding that when they see you with somebody and they see you got good intentions, they're little humans. Mm -hmm. They understand that they, too, if somebody's good to you, it's like you meet a new person. If they're good to you, they're going to want to be around you. So just be good to these little bastards. But you also think about it, but there there are times, (laughs) bad for you little bastards. There are times where you know that both parents are good to you, right? You know that you're, of course, your parent, and you know the step-parent's good to you. But then, what about the ones who are being, um, you know, brainwashed by the other parent who's bitter? You that's think not, about that. By the outside parent who's bitter and saying, yo, you know, tell them whatever to kind of poison That's not a mind. blended family. That's a poison a blended, tree. A, <laughs> but a blended family from the time you decide to, to bring this... You ever, ever overblend something and they get, like, broken up? Yes. Yes. That, that's what that is. <laughs> Too much blending. But the, that's real-life situations, whereas... The kid enjoys his step-parent, but they're getting... They're kind of, like, in a tussle because yeah, they're telling them one thing. And then they, I've seen this happen with a good friend of mine. It's sad because now this person has grown up and they don't talk to the step-parent. And it's, like, because of all the poisonous things their mother told them. And in my mind, I'm like, but you know what's real. You know this person care about you. Mm-hmm. You sort of demonstrate these things. Why would you even, you know, take that? But, but no, definitely, I think that we as adults need to be better with these well, kids and back to the last the another verse in the song lyric. I know it started with a little drama I hate you had to read it in the paper but everything's alright with me and your mama baby everybody here you know adores you that's this it this song was in a hit I mean something's just good to hear maybe in a poem <laughs> cause at the end of the day that's what you do what you do, what you do for love. And that's the lyric? That's the ending lyrics? That's it. Sorry. I love Alicia Keys. She says, that's just what you do for love. For love of the babies, we're a blended family, and it's all right. Said it's all right. I'll be here forever. Sorry this song did not make it a hit, but at least it was helpful in this situation. Blended families. Try one today. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I would, like, advertise this, but <laughs> if it has to be that, make it great. Try to be the best That's blended a, family you actually can be because let's make it, it has great. to benefit the children and That's the it. Think about involved, the kids. So. so I saw this thing on the news that had me totally riling up this morning. You know, this is, I wouldn't even call it America because this didn't happen in America, but this man gets on this airline called Ryan Air. Mm-hmm. Um... He's on his way on a European, it's a European flight, and there's a woman sitting in the seat. Her name is Des- Delzy Gale. 
77 years old. Black woman. Yeah, I won't tell you where she's from. Where is she from? Jamaica, as you could tell. Oh, in the video. Delzy. Um, and what happened is the man comes to get into his seat, and she's sitting there. The woman's 77. It's taking her a little bit of time to get up. And as she starts taking a little time to get up, the man goes ballistic, like... Yo, he he just started yelling and screaming. Did he called like a black. I don't care. I don't care whether she's effing disabled or not. If I tell her to get out, she gets out. Gosh. I will. I will carry on as far as I can with this ugly black bastard. He screamed. Oh my God. Um, and he went totally ballistic. It was even to the point where you know people was filming, and a man from the back seat kind of leaned forward and was like, "Hey, hey, okay, sir, come on, out. stop it. Come yeah. on, cut it out, cut it out." And he was so riled up the spittle coming out of his mouth so his face charged. was there and at the end of it they end up moving her which seat. I thought that was a problem they should have moved his ass off the plane little Indian um flight attendant oh yeah sir 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 but even other people passengers were saying hey no yeah. he needs to move he yeah. needs to move and they end up moving the black lady poor Delzy and they said they're gonna go to Delzy to get her statement on Thursday so that they could see. But Delzy was speaking back though. I mean, that is a lot of. But you know, Delzy was talking mad low, and he told her, "Don't talk to me in a foreign language," because you know oh, yes. she had the accent, the heavy Jamaican oh, you accent. Know that show, people say you have a foreign language. Like really, I hear when they, when they hear accent. What are you speaking? I can't understand you. I mean, there are times I can't understand certain cultures either. Yeah. <laughs> but we understood Delzy. what Delzy was saying. And the man was nasty. But yeah, that's how far podcasts, you know, it's sad. To, it's good to know that America is not the only place that has racism, but it's sad to know that America is not the only place that has Correct. racism. Also, every other Yo, place hates the black people. Let's be honest. We're going to get it together. Go out and vote in November. We're going to talk about this next week. Vote, 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 vote. Thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget to follow us. If your claws tear up and your shoes I don't know you can still so. jump up when, when music, music plays. You know that part. Oh, rest in peace, mighty shadow. Shadow. <laughs> Anyways, check us out, like us, love us, follow Share us. Share us. Share us with your friends, and we'll be great. Let's make Brooklyn chicks greater. Without money, so buy honey, you're heading for misery. She won't hear do and call a do, and you ain't have